The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guests and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Can we get a cup of coffee in here, please? September 13th, 2022. I'm uh, your loyal dog, your faithful pet and companion, Wolf Wolf. I practiced my dog breathing last night with my guest, Mahan Kern. Uh, If you didn't catch that program, I think you should. It was a really um, different kind of show. Different kind of show. Anyway, good morning, uh, folks. Uh, better lighting, Jamie says. Uh, Jamie's the first in the uh, chat room. And, um, Jamie is digging his way out of last place in the Sexiest Man Alive poll. Nine hours to go. Get your voting in. Jamie is now on the rise. He's, he's, he's shooting up like an erection, kind of. Um, can you hear me okay, though? Because I can't hear myself okay. It's a little weird. And I don't want to mess with things too much, but um, something is something is just not right, folks. Anyway, uh, the nightmare of equipment problems not solved, not solved at all. I went to Apple yesterday. At the end of yesterday's show, Apple called me and said my stuff was ready, my machines were ready. I went there and picked them up. Came back here, spent the day rewiring, getting uh, stuff restored with um, Time Machine, just the basic, not loading on anything that might cause shit to happen. But shit happened anyway. After my show, about two minutes after the show ended last night, power went off again. No, it's not the hardware in the computer. It's not a bug in the the main software. The only things that I really... loaded back on i haven't loaded any heavy software back on yet the only things i had loaded back on were google chrome and the equipment that runs the uh, or messes with my cameras here so i can do colors and stuff adjust the color and white balance and all that kind of stuff that's it and so the stuff went off again and now i'm back to trying to figure it out it looks like I may have to just buy new, all new equipment. It might, it might be that. I might just have to bite the bullet. Anyway, great show last night. Uh, it was about, what was it about? It was about a woman <laughs> who 
was born into a cult. I, she did not get into it as an adult as I had uh, originally thought. She was born into a cult. Her parents were hippies who joined a yoga, yogi, kundalini yoga cult. Uh, and I can't even pronounce the yogi's name. Uh, and her daughter was born into that cult. And when she was around nine years old, started getting groomed and, and um, prepared to be a sex slave. They sent her off to India for some um, boot camp, sex slave boot camp. Um, very, very weird stuff as a nine-year-old. Come back and then she's a um, sex slave to the cult leader for about 10 years. And then he cuts her off and she's no longer part of his harem but she <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh uh, she is continually part of her his um, leadership in selling the cult and she's getting up and speaking and helping recruit other people into the cult for another 35 years or so before she actually confronts him and speaks out about it. Interesting stuff. The parents <clears throat> are still alive. They're no longer in the cult. And they no longer practice kundalini yoga. She does. And she teaches it still. And she still believes in all the um, the benefits of kundalini yoga. Even though the system that she learned it in was responsible for some major trauma in her, uh, in her life. It's a very interesting story to me. It's full of compliments for me. So that's always good. Let me uh, see if I can adjust lighting here. One second. Uh, how about this? That's a little more light there. We can go that way. And now take the shine off my head just a little bit, right? Could we do that? Could we undo? Oh, that was a little more than I wanted. How about that? That's a little, a half a dozen of one and six of the other, or six and, and three quarters of uh, four tenths of nine eighths is what it is, right? It's nine tenths of four eighths is what, what that's the fraction, I think. It's seven eighths of nine, four quarters of, that's a little too red. What do you think? I don't know. So it's not really a math equation then. I got it. Uh, we got that or that? I think that. Yeah, that's a little better. I like it a little redder. I'm I'm a little better red. What do you think? People on the audio side are going like, what the fuck is this shit? Um, <clears throat> so, but she taught me dog breath. That was the first thing to release anxiety. Dog breath. <laughs> Stick your tongue out and pant like a dog was the first thing she taught me. And then another uh, exercise for releasing anger later on in the program. Anyway, it was an interesting program. Most people in the world, and in the United States of America, were watching something called the Emmys, which is an award program for lameness on television. I don't watch. I don't, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of award shows for anything, but especially for the arts. If you talk to Grammys, 
MTV Music Music Awards, uh, Oscars, Emmys, Golden Globes, SAG Awards. It's all marketing, man. It, that's all it is. It's not. Um, it's not about quality of art. Listen, there is no quality of art. We're talking television. Come on. It's not, if if it were quality, if it were about quality, the only people who would get uh, Emmys would be on PBS or uh, documentary shows. People. Oh, my nephew's birthday. I have to say happy birthday to him. Sorry. But those are the only people. People doing nonfiction stuff. People, um, I don't know. People doing the real real news. Those are the only people who deserve Emmys. And even that, any art form, it's not a competition. It's not the Olympics. Anyway, good coffee this morning. You know why? Because I made it. I'm noticing uh, the only we have three people in the chat room right now, and they're all up for uh, the big poll of who's the sexiest man in, in alive, and um, I don't know who's winning right now. Who's who's in, probably Brett Brock is uh, is probably the guy, right? Brett Brock, yeah. Brett Brock is leading with fifty nine point one percent. Jamie Dykes is making a big surge right now, taking away from Carl. Carl was uh, competing with Brett Brock, but since uh, Jamie Dykes has been on this morning, I guess uh, campaigning with the sob story. Oh, nobody loves me. He's up to thirteen point six percent right now, taking away thirteen percent from Carl's twenty two point seven percent, which would have call in the running with with Brett Brock. Oh, things just changed. Dean just got a vote taking away some some uh, percentage points from call. Dean's making a surge now at 8.7%. I'm like I'm like uh, the play-by-play man like covering a horse race. Go Dean, go. I want to see Dean uh win this thing. I want to see Dean take Brett Brock's um why is Brett Brock? I mean seriously. I like Brett but why is he winning that thing? He's from Nashville. Come on. That is. Anyway. Um, another one of Putin's friends died mysteriously, fell off a boat. You care about that? It's fucking comical, man. It, Putin has more brass balls than Hillary Clinton. He doesn't even care if, if the whole world, he doesn't try to hide it. I'm just going to kill that guy. Uh, doesn't even try to make it mysterious in any way. Eh, kill him. Now, there were rumors over the weekend that uh, there was an intent, uh, going to be a coup in Russia. I didn't believe him for a second. I still don't believe him. Uh, and that some of the me- uh, members of Putin's parliament actually went to him and said, we'd like you to hand over the keys to the government. Um, I don't believe that's true. First of all, they'd all be falling off a boat like the guy did yesterday. What was the guy's name? Uh, It doesn't matter, right? One of Putin's friends. (laughs) That's all that matters. Fell off a boat. Dead. Uh, But that's what happens. So I can't imagine anybody going to Putin and saying, uh, you mind? 
You mind stepping down? I just don't, I don't see that happening. Um, so there's that. I don't, and now, <clears throat> according to the news, Russia is getting its ass kicked in Ukraine, uh, especially in the north, uh, which not good for for people like me, or people in the United States of America, because that what that means is, and I want Ukraine to win, but I don't want to have to keep sending sending them money, and what that means is it's going to be encouragement. To keep sending the money. Oh, look, it's helping. They're winning. Let's send them another $40 billion. Let's send them another $160 billion. Um, and again, I want Ukraine to win. I, I'm not a fan of Russia at all. I would love to see Russia lose that war and lose it in a way that they don't think about doing anything like that ever again. I'll put a real hurt on them. But I don't want to do it at the point where it's going to encourage my government to keep sending my tax dollars by the billions to to support that war. They should be able to listen. I don't know what they're doing without money. I really don't know what they're doing. Money doesn't win wars. I mean, arms, yes, arms are important. But... Are they using it to buy arms? If that's what they're doing, why are we sending them money? If they're buying arms for us, why don't we just send them the guns? Why don't we just send them the weapons? I don't know. Anyway, uh, interesting uh, developments over there. And what that could actually mean to, like, rooting hard for Ukraine to win. But at some point, it becomes really dangerous when you have, like, you put kind of the same personality that Trump has. And I don't mean whiny baby. <laughs> I mean refusing to lose at any cost. Can't accept failure. Can't accept loss. And so if things get too bad for him, it becomes really dangerous that he might do something really stupid. That's all I'm going to say. So it's a, it's a scary situation over there. It remains a scary situation over there. Uh, I had Michael Hilliard on last week, he, he, or the week before now. I forgot I was off all week last week. And uh, he didn't even talk about this possibility of Ukraine just kicking Russia's ass and sending them on the run. That appears to be what's happening. Now, I, who knows? All we know is what we are told by news outlets. Do you believe it? I don't know. But we're getting it from just about everywhere. Everybody's saying the same thing. So that at least um, gives it some credibility. Um, speaking of Trump, I'm going to talk about Trump just a little bit. It's not, And this is not politics again. This is whatever. Of course, it's political because it involves politicians. But the golf course thing yesterday. I mean, it's it's kind of weird uh, that he had to rush off a golf course in New Jersey to fly to D.C., disheveled, still wearing golf shoes like it was an emergency, 
they had an uh, emergency escort from the airport where his plane landed that was speeding through town, which is not normal for uh, a a former president. Nobody knew where he was going. All the speculation. Is he getting arrested? Is he being forced to testify? Is he uh, being subpoenaed by the uh, grand jury? What's going on here? Is he having health issues? Well, apparently he's not having health issues. He didn't go to Walter Reed, as a lot of people suspected, and I said that didn't make any sense anyway. If you're having a heart attack in New Jersey, you don't fly to D.C. to go to the hospital. Uh, But then yesterday he's on a golf course in Northern Virginia with nine people who Twitter went out of their way to uh, try to identify, misidentify, put it that way. They got nobody right. There were nine people with, well, they got one right, Eric Trump. Uh, Nine people with Trump on a golf course. They're not playing golf. They're driving around a golf course in golf carts, none of them are wearing golf shoes. Now, this is what's really fucking weird. Trump flies an emergency flight from New Jersey to D.C., still wearing his golf shoes. Then he gets on the golf course, and he's not wearing golf shoes, not bringing any clubs, not playing golf. It's just kind of having a conversation the way mob guys do. Like the Ravenite Social Club was not available yesterday so they decided let's do the sopranos thing and meet on a golf course to talk about how we're going to deal with all of us going to jail that's what i think they were i mean they were having some conversations that obviously they didn't want bug they didn't want eavesdropping on let's go meet out in the middle of a golf course somewhere but again nobody's wearing any golf clothes um, nobody brought any golf clubs. Obviously, they had to have some kind of clandestine meeting. What was said, what it was all about, and who it actually was. None of those people are who Twitter is telling you they were. There was Sean Hannity and Kevin McCarthy. and No, none of those people were that. I've zoomed in that picture. Those people are not who's been. And nobody knows. Nobody. Well, the FBI probably knows. FBI probably knows who those people were. But they are non-players in the story so far. These are new characters being introduced into the saga of will Trump ever go to fucking jail? It's it. You can't write bad mafia television. Any anything like what that reality is, and again, it's kind of like the whole Putin thing. Uh, who cares? Somebody is on a golf course, taping them, shooting video of them. Not just one person; several people had video of them from like hiding in the bushes with a zoom lens and all that stuff. They're not exactly all that clandestine. Not really, um, not really being slick about criming. It's it's interesting shit to me. It's a, and the part that that really gets me is that you know they think they're getting, they think they're doing something clean. They think they're putting one over on people. 
the gang that couldn't shoot straight, man. They're really, really, really bad. Anyway, um, enough of that stuff. I don't have any guests uh, lined up today. I do, don't even have one the rest of the week. I've been, I'm working on it. I didn't see this coming. I didn't think I would be back this week. I'm still having equipment troubles, as I mentioned at the top. Uh, and not sure things are going to hold out anyway. Um, so I haven't booked anything. But David Ufelder, Ulfelder, from California, missed this opportunity. He was in New York City last weekend, and he reached out to me. But because I was having so much... Uh, Technical, emotional, spiritual crises. <laughs> I forgot, and I couldn't even contact him anyway because, well, I'm not. I'm not a phone person. I'm a desktop guy. I'm old. I'm not one of these new generation live on the phone, use the com- use the phone for a computer type of person. So I couldn't even get in touch with him. But I wanted to have him at Governors. I wanted to go do a live. Uh, a live interview with them, maybe in New York City, rent a, a podcast studio in there. Did not get a chance to do that. Reached out to him last night and said, sorry, I, you know, I've had a life problem, a life crisis in the last week. I'm sorry, I forgot about you. Anyway, he'll be with me, not next week, but the week after. He'll be on the morning program. David's a, an inspiration. He's a funny young man, 21 21 means he was born at the time of 9-11, which we talked about a little bit yesterday. 21 years. So it's not like part of... Imagine being born after 9-11. Like that... That was before you were born. It doesn't... It's not a consciousness-shaping event for somebody like that. Anyway, he's a very funny young man. uh, And... Let's face it, at that age, we don't find a lot of really promising comedians. David is one. So uh, looking forward to getting uh, with him on the program. And sorry that I missed an opportunity to meet with him in person in New York City. Erica Rhodes is in New York City, and I'm missing that opportunity. Uh, She's been there a couple of days, and I don't think she stays put too long. I w- would love to kind of reach out to her and say, you're going to be there another day or two. I will come into New York City and rent a podcast studio and do a live interview in there. Uh, I don't know. But I hate to miss these opportunities. It, it's like the things that are going on <laughs> to throw a real wrench into the works here with with all this stuff. Uh you had me, you know, completely dropping the ball on opportunities like that. That would have been a very good thing. Uh, what's going on here with this chat room with these guys? Uh, Dean Mugabe, what is that about? Is that about the uh, poll? Everybody's voting for themselves, which I guess that's allowed, right? Um, so, um, back to um, what's going on with the program. I think Carl's having this uh, queen, queeny little thing again today. Should be doing that now. Do it now. I'll, I'll step aside and let Carl just take over 
the queen shit. I'm sorry for people who, I think I mentioned this. I didn't mention this yesterday. I have a friend from London. She was born and raised in London. Kind of uh, cost us two hours. I guess that's uh, 11.30 our time or 11 o'clock. I don't know. One of those. Um, a friend who was born and raised in London, kind of upper class, upper class, loves the queen. I remember, because uh, I worked with her at some point in the last 20 years somewhere, it's, there was a royal wedding. I don't remember who. You know. You know. I don't know. Somebody in the royal family got married, and it was like a four-day holiday for her here in the United States. Now, she's been in America 35 years, 35 years. She got her citizenship. United States citizenship. I was with her probably 15, 20 years ago, somewhere in that range. I called her on Sunday because she has a video camera of mine that I wanted to see if I could get back. And she could not talk to me because she's in mourning. She's devastated that a 96-year-old woman died. Did you think she was going to live forever? Some people obviously did think she was going to live forever. I'm sorry that I don't get the reverence, what this is all about. On and on and on. And to some extent, we do this here with presidents when they lie in state and they just, like, oh. Funerals and wakes and all that stuff are for family, not for nations. Okay. But 10 days. And I keep coming back to this idea. I don't know. Nobody has ever has told me yet. Because I keep, I don't mean to be rude by asking this question. What the fuck did she do? What did, I mean, she, she was born. This is her greatest accomplishment. She was born into the House of Windsor. What did she do beyond that? Uh, what what makes her? What made the world better because she was here? How how has the world improved because of her life? Now, some people might say, "Well, she doesn't have any obligation." I disagree. If I were born with that kind of wealth and power, I would use that wealth and power. I know I would. To make the world a better place in some way. I think Diana wanted to do it. She was definitely, Diana was a person who was socially conscious. I think maybe Chucky is too. I don't know. Um, maybe that. Maybe he got that from her. I don't know. But I know she was socially conscious and wanted to do things positive things in the world. Queenie, Lizzie, the dead girl in the box, what did she do? Can anybody tell me one thing she did that makes her worthy of all this adulation? And Oh, she was such a brave and graceful 
example for women. What? I don't get it. I'm sorry. And I know I'm being disrespectful by not getting it. Nobody wants to help me get it. Nobody wants to explain to me why she's worthy. I don't know. Anyway, I do not have a guest today. Did I say that already? I don't have a guest all week. I don't know if I'm, I should even bother. I know Dean wants to be part of the program tomorrow, but I don't, don't have a guest. What are we going to do? Just talk me and Dean again? We could fake a fight. I could I could try to put uh, Dr. Phil on, on. Well, Dean. Oh. I don't like the fact that you were. Uh, oh. I don't know. What would Dr. Phil be mad at Dean about? I don't like your flat caps. Gosh, dang it. Um. It's not a very good Dr. Phil impersonation. I'm sorry. It's early, man. Give me a break. I'll be better. I'll, I'll back to the what's going on with the program. <laughs> I get distracted quite easily, don't I? Uh, yeah, Becky saying this and Jamie married. What does that have to do with him being the sexiest man alive? He could be married. I'm not saying. I'm not trying to hook him up on a date. Whatever. It was just who's sexier? Who who who's the man? Um the people who want my time in the morning are a little bit flexible. So it's possible I could keep doing the morning show. I don't know. I'm so conflicted here. I wanna I don't like getting up early, obviously. Oh, oh, good. Uh, Dean hates Doctor Phil, so maybe I do that. I'll do a, a, tomorrow. I'm gonna ha- I'll have him on. I'll do, I'll be Doctor Phil and just uh, give him something to hate on, and maybe make Dean angry. We'll we'll provoke Dean into uh, saying some really ugly and nasty things to Doctor Phil, me, Doctor Matt Phil, Doctor Dog Phil, Dog Phil. Anyway, uh, so it's possible I could probably keep up the morning show for a while while I pursue these uh, while I pursue these monetary pursuits <laughs> that uh, I need to do to um, I don't I want to do I want to get I want to get rich um, and then I'm thinking. I could cut down the evening shows, although the evening shows are booked up. The evening shows book themselves. I don't have to do that. So for the next three, four weeks, I'm booked every night of the week. But the issue is with that. I never know if those people are going to show up. I did have a little bit of scare last night. My guest was uh, 30 seconds late. 30 seconds now feels like an eternity because I'm so used to getting fucked by people who don't show up at all that I was ready to bail when she did show up. But she did show up, and it was a great show. Check it out. Tonight I have another cult member. Uh, (laughs) uh, Dean's still dead last in the poll. uh, And I don't know if 
one of my James Inman, what is that uh, in reference to? In the reference to the fact that I'm just going to try to invoke, uh, uh, provoke you tomorrow to uh, say something angry and mean or that you're not doing well in the poll. Uh, listen, um, Carl, we know, has a following of young ladies, not young ladies, ladies. Well, not ladies, females. <laughs> and Brett Brock uh, has a cult, his own cult. Brett Brock has got a cult. Again, what the fuck about Brett Brock? May, I, I must be completely heterosexual. Uh, where's the poll? The poll's on Twitter. Good morning, William. Um, the poll's on Twitter. I thought about including William in it, but they didn't let me have a fifth option. Uh, I should have uh, found a way to include Because just to take some points away from Brett Brock, again, I must be completely heterosexual because I can't see what women see in Brett Brock. I like Brett Brock. He's a good guy. He's a talented guy. The funny guy. But if I were a chick, he'd probably be the last guy I'd be interested in. I mean, what is it about him? I don't want to put down Brett. He's again, he's a good guy. <laughs> and I never, you know, usually I could look at a guy who is um that the ladies find attractive and and see what they find attractive about him. I get it. Uh you know, he's a rugged, good-looking guy, whatever. Golly. Shazam. I don't get <laughs> I don't get the attraction to Brett. I like Brett again as a friend I think his face I thought it was about the poll was about no it's not and there, there was nothing in the poll good morning Kelly nothing in the poll that said anything about face it says who is the sexiest man alive yeah uh William said William if I win the presidency I'll cure cancer it's not presidency it's the sexiest man alive poll and no I did not want it to be a landslide if I would have been included you in it definitely would have been a landslide without without a doubt uh yeah and you know what if and it looks like brett is gonna there is still almost nine hours left in the voting here but it looks like uh brett's a sure winner on this thing if brett does win gonna have to have a next round and just a direct face-off with william conway and uh brett I got to I don't I can't think of uh, like anybody that would be a sure in, shoe win but uh Dean is saying uh, you can beat Brock he's rooting for William to beat Brock now Brock wins he stole the election that's probably true uh I think the Russians are on um Brock's side helping him we'll probably get some Russian bots in there uh William would kill. Did I get? Do I get to have a photo? No, there's no photos in the poll. 
Um, anyway, I I was surprised. Actually, I am surprised. I thought Dean would be doing much better than he is. Uh, you know what? Maybe some people reading the poll don't really know Dean, haven't seen his personality. Um, and they're just names uh, on a, a list here. Let me see what, what the poll's looking like right now. We got Carl Mann still hanging at 21.7%. Jamie Dykes at 13%. Brett Brock down to 565 from he was up to almost 70 And Dean has made a, in, an insurgency here at 8.7. Uh, there's still eight hours uh, to vote. Uh, Hack says not even Jamie likes Jamie. I guess he must have said that before Jamie got any votes. But uh, I can't see the actual number of votes yet. I guess I have to wait till the analytics come in. Now it's gotten 364 impressions, 38 engagements so far. Uh, not bad, not bad. Not necessarily uh, a national poll <laughs> or a worldwide poll. It is a worldwide poll because two of the uh, two of the participants, two of the candidates, two of the uh, men in the running for sexiest man alive, are not from America. They're from um, some queen loving country somewhere, um, carrying a box around a country, saying, "Here she is. Bring out your dad." Um, anybody wants to pop in and join me, that's fine. If not, uh, I will probably be ending this, uh, pretty soon. I'm going to play a, uh, quick video while I go blow the allergies out of my face. Um, I'm not even going to play a commercial. Fuck the commercials. We're going without sponsorship today. I'm such a fucking rebel going without sponsorship. Just trying to think, what should I play? What should I play? I could, uh, uh, you stab my back and I'll stab yours. That's a nice one to play. You stab my back and I'll stab you. No, I don't want to play that. Um, I don't have religion in here. <laughs> Maybe, how long is this one? Two, two minutes and a minute and 53 seconds. That's enough to get refreshed coffee. Mind Egg Trailer 1. Let's see what this is. From award-winning director Davy Dew comes a film so pointless it had to be made. This is the story of one man who set out to change the world, one mind at a time. And I'm not taking money from any bullshit motherfuckers that want me to do shit for them. Experience the universe through the eyes of a living enigma, part man part dog, and all brain. Clive Radcliffe calls it the most disturbing film in cinematic history. A hypnotizing, mesmerizing, mind-melting film of the ages. Mind Dog is your mind's best friend. This film will change the way you look at everything. Full frontal nudity. You know, back, you know, when I was in the army, 
and they used to give me salt pee to control my erection. We're twins. You know how you can tell we're twins? You know how you can tell we're twins? Well. Coming soon to a theater near you. What do you want? You have to pay something. I just did. No, you didn't. I said something. Where there's a dick to suck. Where there's an ass that needs fucking. Gay man is there. If you're gonna have a monkey, you should have a place for him to stay. That's what I say. Uh, um. Uh, I don't get. This comment, if your mind is tarted, yes. What is that in reference to? Is it that or to that dumb clip I just played? Or did somebody, is it to another comment? They, to be honest, they're all sexy and they should, it's not, it's not fair really. Nothing is fair in life, Kelly. There's no such thing as fair. They all have good qualities. And it's not about good qualities. It's about raw sexuality, raw sexual attractiveness. And Brett Brock is winning. I don't know. Maybe it's a New York, Tennessee thing. I just don't get it. Um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> if your mind is tarted, yes. I'm going to have to sit with that. Unless Carl cares to kind of explain what that means. I'm going to have to struggle to with that all day i'll be walking around like what the fuck did he mean with that no comment uh but fortunately last night on the program i learned a technique called dog breath which will help me let some of that stuff go and dog breath is exactly what it sounds like um you stick your tongue out and you pant like a dog <clears throat> who now, wait, uh, ahem, I don't get it, uh, Carl has reboosted the, um, or reshared the, the poll with the comment, ahem, what the fuck did he mean by ahem, um, I need to do some dog breathing. Uh, and just relax here a little bit. Anyway, I don't have a fucking show for you today. I don't know why I um, I'm doing this until I get a guest back to like the beginning days when I had no fucking guests. I didn't even have anything to talk to. Talk about everybody. I don't know. Did you watch the Emmys? Did anybody in this chat room, anybody alive here uh, watch or care about the Emmys at all? Well, Carl's on a treadmill right now outside of uh, some soccer stadium. Uh, he's got the... Wait, no. He's carrying a box. Looks like he's carrying a coffin. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I just put it down. I've been... Uh, yeah, I was assigned the, the royal duties of dragging the box around, and I don't mean her pussy. Yeah. Now, she couldn't weigh that much, right? How many people is it going to take to carry her coffin? She was like, two guys. She, she was pretty small. She's getting smaller by the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. You put her no, in a bag. You, you can put her in a bag, I think, on your back <laughs> with the legs and arms just hanging out. <laughs> that would be good, like a clear, like a doggy bag. Yeah. Uh, all right, Carl. You you have to help me out here. What did she do? I've no idea. It's a patron of 600 charities? I don't know. She, she knighted uh, your friend Jimmy over there. 
and that that's her whole legacy. Yeah, they they I mean, yeah, they're all they're all pedophiles. I mean, that's a fact. That's an absolute fact that the entire old family are pedophiles. Um they all are or just like Andrew Chuck. No, Andrew became famous. Well, Charles Charles was very good friends with Jimmy Savile. They were best friends. Oh. Um Philip, no doubt, the husband of the queen. I've got no doubt. It, it, it bothers me that they we're making a fuss. And not that you guys are making a fuss. You can do what you want. It's your country. It's what, but that we are in America are making a fuss over this. Like for ten days. If listen, if Putin died, we'd make a fuss over it for a couple of days. Uh, if any world leader died, and is she really a world leader? Was she really a world leader? I don't know. What did she fucking do? That's what bothers me. Like she, we just. She's special because of who she was born to be. Yeah, that's what the, yeah. It's, it's it's just what it is. The fam, you know. I'm not a fan of the monarchy at all, but I guess to a lot of people liked them for some reason. There's a lot of Americans who love the royal family. Yeah, obsessed. I've no idea why. Because they like thinking there are better people who are better born better than other people. That's what it is. I think. Yeah, boot, bootlickers. Yeah, I, I've never. I would never do it. My obviously my parent. Well, my. Mum more is a fan because she, I mean, I guess she was born when the default was everyone was just respectful, right? They're just like it's the queen. But now we know better, I think, you know. Yeah. Diana, more information. Diana was truly trying to do something with her power, though, right? She was, because she was, she had causes, no? Yeah, well, well, I mean, the Queen is on 600 charities, and I guess that helps if you've got, like, the association with the royal family. It probably helps get funding and stuff, so it probably raised a lot of money. But the other thing is they're not really, especially, like, from the Queen's generation, they're not, they can't just do what they want. They can't, it's not like they're a billionaire and they go, I want this, I want that. They, they get told what to do a lot of the time. It's all protocol, tradition. There's a whole organisation that tells them where they got to be, what they got to do. You just... Don't have opinions. Don't have political opinions. Just be, you know, steadfast and polite and all this shit. Huh. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd say. I'd say that. Um, yeah. But Diana's so this woman that that I've been friends with for thirty years, who's been yeah. here in this country for thirty five wow. years, she can't talk to me. Well, that's because... weird. I, I mean, I don't know anyone here that's in that state. I mean, even the there are people crying at the palace gates. There are, but there are people cry when they see Kim Kardashian get out of a car, right? So <laughs> it's just it's just celebrity. Um, We're not but... sitting in your house all day long for ten days. No, I, I mean, can't talk. I can't talk <laughs> as a nation here, we're in 10 days of mourning, but we're all still doing what we need to do. No one's doing anything different. They cancelled the sports games at the weekend, which was fucking crazy, but they're coming back this weekend. Um, yeah, there's what we get, there's one day off that not everyone, but a lot of people who don't have to work, uh, like a service industry, will get a day off next Monday for the funeral. Most people will just get drunk. Well, well, now will people like Boris Johnson be invited? Yeah, they they they've already been. They've had there's like a dozen different services. They they're all in the other day in uh, some, I guess Westminster Abbey or something. They're all in some service the other day. All all of the former prime prime ministers that are still alive are all there. Tommy Morrison Tommy going? <laughs> Hope so. <laughs> Hope so. Is he yeah, still? 
is he still a thing, or has he been removed from being a thing? Was that Tommy Robinson? Tommy, yeah. I did. I what I say Morrison. Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Robinson. What the the racist guy? Yeah, yeah. He's still around. He's he's much. He's much. Uh, yeah, he's more removed than he ever has been. I think he was the most around. famous uh, Brit for about three or four years over here. He was the most. He was more famous than anybody in the royal family over here for a couple of years. Running there, it was the one people talked about in the news. Anyway, he was the guy who's shaking things up over there. No, he was making a fool out of himself and getting trials nearly cancelled, and you know, trying to stand outside the courthouse, giving too much information about the defendants, and then that could jeopardize the trial and all that stuff. So his followers thought he was great, but most people think you're you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, well, we had a, a lot of the people, and this is kind of I'm going back away now because it's kind of like a. a or before Trump made his, before Trump even ran, people were, you know, the conservatives around here were thinking, well, like, this guy's a model for what we sh- we need in this country. And it's like, well, okay. Uh, yeah, Jamie says he's a, he's a nothing. I know Jamie didn't like him, and I don't. I never liked him. What I knew about him, Steve Bannon's love boy. I didn't know that. Is that yeah, right? No, I- Steve I've no Bannon. Idea. I did. I didn't. I didn't follow it close enough. I saw him pop up every now and then. Saw him get yeah, arrested. No, but you followed the football stuff, right? Yeah. Because the people who were, I have friend. No, they're not friends with me anymore because they were so far right that they defriended me and everywhere, and they don't keep in touch with me anymore. Oh, that's sad. But they were part of what they call like the, a football league, but it was a political organization. It wasn't. It wasn't really about, I guess they started as being soccer, football fans, whatever. It's but not EDL. Is it, in, is it English Defence League? Maybe it is. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, well, e- EDL, would... EDL is probably associated with it. They're, they're just right-wing fucking idiots. And yeah, they were probably associated with football hooliganism, like people who go to football matches just to fight. Yeah. But that's that's very minimal now. There's so much policing at football games, especially big football games. It's it's happens, but it's, it's bits and pieces. It's not really organised anymore. But... Yeah, that sort of group were associated with him. But they've been largely destroyed and kicked off of Facebook and you can't really have a group associated with that anymore. They tried to change their name. Was it um, a Britain First or something as well, Jamie? Yeah. Um, they tried to evolve a little bit, but they're still the same idiots. But yeah, they're pretty much non-existence now. They might turn up at the odd protest, at the odd COVID protest, but... yeah. What are you drinking? You're not drinking coffee. It's it's late afternoon for you. I've been drinking. I've been belting coffee all day. I almost made one. I have poured a salted caramel hot chocolate. Wow, nice. Let's get crazy. Is it? It's still heat waving over there. Or no, it's broke. It's kind of muggy, warm, but it's it's cloudy and rainy now. But it still it gets warm sometimes for me. I'm a sweaty man. But yeah, it's a little bit cooler, which is nice. California has been off the charts this year uh, for the last oh, month or so. First, like I, an offshoot of BNP, British National Party, is another like racist organization from from what was big in the eighties. Especially, I saw a really good graphic the other day. It was um, I can't remember the name of the chart. It's like a circle, and then you have the offshoots. Each bar coming off the circle is like a, is a country, right? And they they went over time since the industrial. I think since the eighteen hundreds about climate, like how warm it is getting. And yeah, the last 20 years, especially since 2000, everywhere's just got a lot fucking warmer. Like, like a lot. Africa. Not here. Parts of the US, Europe. Well, New, York, 
New York, the Northeast has got, had the opposite effect. It's kind of, which is weird yeah. because we used to have lots of days, not lots of days, three or four days every summer that got above 100. We generally don't get over 90 here. I can't, you know, but we got... Yeah, I crazy, think it's crazy. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean everywhere's getting warmer. The warmer places get warmer, and some places will get warmer. Some places will get cooler. It's we have gotten warmer that, during yeah. winters. We've had milder winters, even though we yeah, still well, get that, one or two big snowstorms. But generally, we don't. We haven't had those twenty below zero days uh, or ten below zero days at all in the last thirty or forty. It's so weird. And I know climate is not weather, but it's clear to me that the patterns have changed over my lifetime and where I live. It's pretty yeah, obvious. It's getting well, it's obviously getting warmer here. The summers, the summers here now every year are getting getting a little bit worse, and yeah, so it's not not looking good. Yeah, let me ask you about Jamie Dykes. Yeah, is he a serial murderer? Is he a serial murderer? I don't know. I don't think. I'd be worried if he stopped drinking. I'd be worried well, about it, it, the other day he had this thing about, you know, your your favorite serial murderer plus your favorite number equals your porn name. And then I look at his actual handle on on Twitter and it's Jamie Dykes five. I think is he trying to tell me something? It's, uh, it's coded. The better porn name, by the way, is your mother's maiden name and your first pet's name. That's the better porn star name. Okay. Yeah. I'm try- I don't remember my first pet's name because we had issues. <laughs> Bubbles Cockerelli. <laughs> my yeah, uh, that's all. I don't know. We had we had yeah, issues about your mother's with with dogs that that were pets for a couple of days and then they're oh they're not around anymore. What happened? Well, my father used to take. <laughs> he didn't have a lot of um, patience. And I think he used to just take the the puppies and drive them to uh, to JFK Airport and leave them there or something. I don't know. Like they'd be a, a pet dog for like a, a week, and then it just was missing. And no, I've never yeah, I've seen I've seen I've seen some pet murder. Well, I've been around pet murder, I think, over the years. But the uh, reason I'm asking about Jamie is because he seems to like to talk about serial killers a lot. When he talked about all he remembered about Derek Sheen was he's the Ed Gein guy. And he seems to be fascinated with this stuff, and then he comes out with this porn name with your name with your favorite number on it. And then I look up, and it's his, Jamie Dykes Five. I'm thinking, is Jamie is he is is, he, is this a cry for help? He wants to be discovered. Yeah, I, I mean, admit- I know he's been. I- I know he's been cutting down drinking, and if he does stop completely, I think women will start going missing in in the local area. Well, that's sure. right. Is there a Cardiff? Is it? Do they have a, a lot of missing people? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of homeless people in Cardiff, and a few a few dirty prostitutes as well. So I'm sure you could get right. away with it. So, do as friends of Jamie's, we want to be supportive of his little serial killing hobby here. Um, do do we help him in some way, or we just let him carry on? Um, well, is he passionate about it? Is he going to commit to it? I I like an ex. I like someone who commits to anything, like passionately, whether they're a serial killer or a comic or an author. No, I, I, I get it, but he hasn't broken it. down and, and kind of admitted it yet. I think that's the first step. It's like to have this Doctor Phil moment with them. Maybe Dean and I could press him into admitting that he actually is, and then we can move forward from there. But until we I get the truth out of him. 
we don't know if he's actually just hiding it or we could have a we could have an intervention or a trial yeah yeah, that, yeah that's a good thing get everybody who all seven people who voted for him in the in the poll including himself and get them all together to pressure him into uh admitting he has a problem listen well, I have, i've been a fan of him flipping out and doing an obliterator which is killing his entire family um for months because i want him to you know be able to commit the time to comedy and i think that's one of the his only ways out is by killing his entire family they ne- they never kill those closest to him though do they it takes the fifth again the number five comes up this is uh, again he's trying it's like the beatles slipping us clues that paul is dead he, you have to play he, it backwards if we play jamie backwards will he say that yeah if, Jamie, if you, turn if around. You, if you play the Welsh accent backwards, I think it says, I'm going to kill them. How many uh, profiles can you relate to on Criminal Minds before it's cause for concern? Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. Criminal Minds. I, I, I did watch a few episodes back in the day when I first met my wife. I can't recall. Um, anyway. Um. No, but I, I'm just concerned that we might be, we might have a, a serial killer in our midst, and nobody is even like, I don't know, caring. Um, moving on, what do you use for to power your little thing? There, are you a, you're a PC guy, you're a Mac guy. What do you currently? Well, yeah, I was PC, and for work years ago, I had I got brought Macs, and I was a Mac person for a long time, and then I've gone back to PC. So yeah, currently Windows. Um, I mean, I do like Macs. One of the main reasons I didn't go back to them for a while is they were cutting down things like USB ports off the Pros. And I know you can get adapters and stuff, but it just kind of annoyed me. It's like, well, I've got one USB port for, you know, $1,500 or whatever I'm spending. And the price when you spend, if you spend, I don't know, 1000 on a Windows machine and 1000 on a Mac, the difference you'll get in power on the PC in terms of memory and speed and all that stuff, it just it just seems crazy for me. You're paying for the name and the, they look good and they work well, Max, a lot of the time, but not, the, not these two. These two just want to shut down random. And now I'm no, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. Drink for myself. Um, but yeah, for a thousand dollars, you can't even. You, all you can get with a Macintosh is a refurbished older one. You can't even buy a. A, a Macintosh for a yeah, retail. Very, Apple are very controlled, right? They're very controlled. You can't um, upgrade memory. You can't fuck with the software. Windows, you can piss. You know, you can mess a lot. You can do more stuff with with Windows. I think. Are you a um, uh, Are you a techie guy? Like, could you like install Linux or something on one of your PC boxes? Yeah, and... yeah. I've not I've not worked with Linux too much, but I I had a actually worked with a guy that had a Mac, but he put Windows and Linux on it as well. So he had Windows, Linux, and OS. Yeah, that's kind um, of what I. Yeah, I, I could. Yeah, I could probably do it. I've, I'm. I would do that if I got a Mac. I would also put either Windows or Linux on it as well. I have a Mac Tower. That was the greatest computer when it came out in 2008. I think it is. It's, it's old, but and I never really used it. But I bought it, and it was hot. I bought it off of Craigslist, and it was a. $10,000 computer tower system with all these like uh, networking things and uh, like extreme amount of RAM and all this stuff. 
Um, and I bought it for $500 off of Craigslist. But I, I, that's the thing I was using yesterday, and it's just a disaster. I can't use that. I have, like, Chromebooks and stuff like that. If this thing, if these iMacs, 27-inch iMacs, they were kind of an expensive computer. I think they were $4,500 each. Uh, and they, they're both failing. They just shut down randomly, and I can't figure out why, and they don't take any accountability to it. Oh, you're having a problem? We can't produce it here in the shop. Well, give it. Oh, I got to stand around in this store and wait for it to happen for three hours, and, you know, it's so fucking frustrating. It's been going on since how, the middle how, of July. How old are these ones? Two years. Not even yeah, two so years. They should, they, should, they should still be fine at two years. The new... The new yeah, I was going to say, so that was off the newer range of IMAX then. I was just going to say the new ones look great. They've got a good reputation as well, but obviously after two years. Yeah, I think it's a, a an Adobe, because last year it happened, and I brought it back, and they reinstalled uh, the factory settings and everything, and it worked fine for a year. And then I found some stuff online that said Adobe Premiere uh, rendering machine, uh, rendering um, engine was causing it and switched to software only. I did that. It worked fine for a year. And then it started happening right around the end of July, and then nothing I do. I've been troubleshooting for for that long. Surprisingly, it got through twelve hours of Paraton without without that happening. So they've they've been restored now. Is that what you're doing yesterday? Yeah, I I had time machine, and I I I basically set them back to factory settings and just wrote, loaded on Chrome and a couple other minor software. Uh, things and leaving off Adobe Premiere, which I need for video editing. I really need to have that back on, but I'm scared. Photoshop, I'm also scared. I'm thinking that's going to be the cause. And then last night after my show, even without those on, boom, just shut down. So yeah, it could be uh, could be the power supply. It could be anything really. I, I, I yeah, we used to get Max all the time, and one of my colleagues at the time, his kept killing itself as well but that was brand new out of the box as well but that was a bad batch or something but that eventually send it back but two for it to start happening after two years is a bit weird but yeah yeah it's weird jamie don't buy a chromebook i have a chromebook right here and chromebooks suck <laughs> um the chromebook i have basically it's got one usb port which callers already mentioned that could be a pain in the ass yeah you can get an adapter but adapters still put an extra load on that one port and you could have hard drives fail and all that kind of stuff uh but it's got no internal storage at all chromebooks have no internal storage at all everything has to be stored on some kind of cloud or web you have no no way to put files Fuck Chromebooks. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Um, so if you're going to buy something new, don't buy a Chromebook. I know they're cheap. That's why I got this one. I'm thinking it will be a good backup in case Max go down again last year. That's when I went and bought this freaking thing. But it's worthless. It do, really is. Do you need? Um, do you need the Adobe stuff on both systems, or can you just have them on one? Both. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, it is what it is. I'll I'll get to it, but it's a really trying time. And then I talking about this last, uh, not online, not during the show, but in the comments, uh, I wrote that you know I'm still struggling with this technical stuff. And a lady who was on was an astrologer wrote on Mind Dog TV. Oh, well, Mercury is in retrograde, and this is why we're you're having such communication. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd fucking headbutt straight. <laughs> 
what, what are you talking about? Come and fix my Mac. <laughs> Mercury is retrograde. So, is so my studio was breaking down. That doesn't make any sense to me. At yeah, because all. every studio on the planet will break down, right? Exactly. <laughs> Why not? Wow. So you it's think today is going to be at 11 o'clock today or 11.30? My time. I think I, can't, I, think I was going 11.30. I think I did 11.30, yeah. Yeah. To give give some leeway from here, but I, I need to do some stuff before that. But yeah, it's um. What are you going to be doing on this show? Is it more just? Uh, it's not. Could they want to cover everything that could be said about the Queen? No, I try and do. I try and do one small thing about it every day, and then the rest is just bullshit. So it's okay. just one, one, one little thing. I don't know what it is today. I'm going to go and look in a minute. Probably go because I well I crashed your show the other day i made it all about homelessness and i didn't even hear what it what what the thing about her was that day uh i think it was just a general a general update the second the second day was about jewels like the crown jewel from her head and one from the scepter and stuff where they came from and what i thought they might be used for but yeah i don't know something small every day but next monday the funeral day will be the 10th day of this bullshit queen thing um what we were thinking of doing is a bonus early, so it'll be before you guys even get out of bed, I think. A bonus of Dykes and Man, where we'll actually cover the funeral as it's happening for an hour or so, two hours. Um, could, and could then you go out live? Like, could I? Could I? I'm not going. I'm not going near London on on the funeral day. It's, yeah. It'd be too. It'd be too much. It'd be too much. I'm going I'd, actually through I'd it. I'd be tempted to. Can we? Can we hire? Like, can we get a kid? Like, off a of fiver, pay him, pay him uh, fifty bucks. And I'll pay the money if we can get a kid to go out and <laughs> get some footage. We'll, we'll see what can happen, Ralph. Thank you very much. I have to give you a double rimmer salute from Red Dwarf. That's the, that's the uh, protocol. Um, so, Mano, we're thinking well, about doing the fu- the funeral wait, look, and then look, the coffee cup makes it look like Ralph's got a halo, like a- Angel Ralph. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I did. I just assumed he would. He just assumed he would have. So we're doing that morning funeral thing, and then later in the day we're going to do a last rites. Um, it'll be at least me and Jamie. We we know we might get on as well, and that might be a, another ridiculous, um, dead queen drinkathon. So last we'll last rites turned out to be prophetic. Then didn't it? You were you were waiting for this moment. Not only not only prophetic, but we were live on air on a boat to man when she did die. So we got I that know. news by text message by Twitter and Jamie's son. Wow! All in the same show. You were the Woodward and Bernstein, is it? Bernstein, yeah, Carl Bernstein. Yeah. <laughs> you are the Woodward Watergate. Bernstein uh, of royal royalty <laughs> of the monarchy, uh, <laughs> exposing all the big scandals. You're the guys for the breaking news there. How long do you think Charles gonna? Do you think he's got a lot of years in him? I don't know. I mean. He... Like you said, these people are pampered. They they looked after, but he doesn't look too healthy. He's seventy three. He's had a lot of stress, obviously. He's, you know, that's all he is. So, he feels yeah. older. Yeah, of course he can't be that much older. She was only ninety six. Only ninety six. But I mean, yeah, he's seventy three. So I think he will go ten, fifteen, maybe ten. But I think with her, she was working. I'm pretty sure she was on a deathbed for like a year. So I'm pretty sure those pictures with the Prime Minister, they got her out of bed, made her up her face, photos, back to bed. Then she died the next day, right? Right. So she was she was working to the end. I think he wouldn't. I think he'd get too old, and I think he'd step down, honestly. So yeah. They could have got the woman who, from the uh, Smoking Gun movies or whatever that was, the Naked Gun movies, uh, who played yeah, the yeah. Queen, that Reggie Jackson kind of 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know who I don't know who that was that played her. They could did, be, should be. Did you see Reggie Jackson's tweets about it? Because he was like, oh, "Thank God I'm finally off the hook." It was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty funny stuff. Yeah, no, I, I, I miss I miss I miss that stuff. I saw the picture you put up. I forgot I forgot that whole thing until you put it up as well. Yeah. So, are you jealous of me today? Because uh, Louis C.K. Uh, uh, commented back to me, Louis C.K. <laughs> acknowledge my existence on planet earth yesterday are you jealous what happened there no i didn't even see it he put out a tweet about people correcting grammar and stuff does he have twitter is it actually louis yeah yeah uh and he, and he said you know this is a good time for a grammar police to correct your family and friends and all that stuff and i just said what what is the proper use of gray g-r-a-y and gray g-r-e-y because i still to this day, I don't know which one to use. I think they both mean the same thing. Gray and gray are gray. And he commented back to me, Grig. <laughs> but, uh, so, but just Louis C.K. knows I'm alive. It's like, wow, Louis C.K. said hello to me, almost. He said Grig to me. <laughs> Greg. I mean, Greg. I I'll tell you, that there's a Louis C.K. with a massive following that I'm not sure if it is him or not. I think um, it is. Because he spoke, he's on Instagram now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll have to see. So it could be. No, hmm. I'm, I'm, he only he lives, he, he, he doesn't he's got a house, tweet that often. He's got a house up past you on Long Island, I think. Yeah. Up at yeah. the end, right? What's it called? Montauk. Yeah, Hamptons is where he, he where he lives. Yeah. yeah. Um, he has he's a house. Island, yeah, he and I know he loves New York. He's always been, you know. I know he's from Boston originally, but he's always been a New York guy since he's, since he's kind of been. But, yeah, that's where he made comedy. It, right? It's weird that because I'm not really a big celebrity guy, but Louis C.K. just tweets back at me, and all. I got excited. I have to admit, I got excited about it. like Louis C.K. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, Ralph. it's definitely it's definitely a good thing. He was talking about Long Island on one of his podcasts. What well, he's been on a lot of podcasts recently to promote that movie, and he was talking about his house up there and how he likes it because it's just not in the city. But he did nearly die from getting stung by bees recently. So yeah, now that's a Joe List movie. Do you know anything about this movie? Because I saw when it came out, I had no idea that Louis C.K. directed it or any of that stuff. Joe List yeah, was so he, promoting. He funded it, produced it. They co-produced it, and he just made a small independent movie and made it all comics, mostly New York, Boston comics. Wow. Um, Bobby Kelly, Nick DiPaolo, that kind of stuff. Nick DiPaolo. lists. Are you a fan of his, Nick DiPaolo? I don't know his stuff. I know he's quite popular with those guys. Part of that scene, right? That generation of uh, Louis and... Yeah, he's Amy. so different than all those guys. That's what that, It doesn't fit to me. Nick DiPaolo is, um, he fits with, and uh, I don't know if you're, you're familiar with Anthony Cumia. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. That's where he fits on that kind of, that network, whatever that network is called. Um, Compound? Yeah. The comp Compound Media. That's what it is. <laughs> that's where he fits. I mean, he's, uh, you know, very right wing. And you don't see too many right wing comedians, uh, successful co right wing comedians in, a, in America. But I mean, everyone, most... they, all those guys talk very highly of him, actually. I, I don't, I'm not really a fan. I haven't really watched his stuff. I've seen him on some podcasts here and there over the years, but a few times. 
Yeah. They all speak quite highly of him, and I think they're always good friends from the early days, I think. Yes, from... uh, Isn't Nick Partners with Artie Lang on a podcast? I don't think so. uh, Artie's not doing anything right now. I think they might have been in the past. Yeah, he he when he when Artie came back when he got healthy, he had a couple. He went back with Anthony and he did something else. That, but both of them failed after not long because he wasn't well. Right. I think now from the last thing I heard is that he can't be near. He's not doing anything. He can't be near a comedy club. He can't be near anything. Like for his Was health. Howard Stern big over there? Not really. We we got private parts. We got the movie. Um, we didn't get the radio stuff. I was aware of him. And then at, again, like 10, 12 years ago, I found a load of the pirated Stern TV stuff from about five years before that. And I right. watched a load of that, actually. I watched a load of those Artie Lang videos and the the drama and the whack pack stuff. And yeah. Before he went national, he had a TV show here, on a local TV show on our Channel 9. It was pretty good. It, it, it was different. It was different TV. Uh, but the reason I was asking because uh, he's been getting some attention for bashing the queen, not the qu- bashing the queen, bashing the, the celebration or the the celebration of her life and the endless coverage of it. Uh, and he got you know people were, were mad at Stern for for mouthing off about you know we don't care about this why why is our our news coverage ninety ninety nine percent queen stuff these days. Uh, so he, that now he's, got... he's just done that now, has he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, Howard Stern, you know, he's not controversial anymore, is he? And he's probably, you know, he makes a good point every now and then, or a point that his fans would like every about once every five years to try and. But he's probably right. Why? Why is it? You know, why is it all over American news? I don't know. But it's all over Twitter. It's global now. Um, but Stern changed. Um, but I think he's allowed to change as well because he's what he's he's getting old. He's he is getting old. He's, he's, he's calmed he's down a bit. I think he's probably way more liberal than he ever ever was. And whatever people change, right? Yeah, Ra- Ralph, who in the in the chat room was a huge Stern fan, but uh, even though I think he still listens to him, he's not. I if think it, it was free, a, a if they didn't have this ridiculous serious model. I know that's how he's getting his money because Sirius was a failing company. They just gave all their money to Stern for years. No one brought Sirius apart from Stern fans, and then they give it away free in a car, right? Bump the numbers. But he was taking all the money, these five hundred million deals. I was happy for him because I did. I did watch. I watched his past stuff, so I was happy he got all that stuff. But yeah, I, I don't know. But people will change, right? Yeah. When when Kiera was still part of this thing, I don't know. It was either me or Jackie Martling. Uh, mentioned uh, Robin Quivers. She didn't know who Robin Quivers was. Robin Quivers was was Stern's sidekick. Sidekick, right. She went and Googled how much uh, Robin Quivers makes, and it turned out she makes $21 million a year. But it wasn't always the case. I mean, when they were on radio here, I think she was probably in the high uh, hundreds of thousands. Uh, But And she should, because... Because I mean, as far as I know, Stern takes nearly everything, and he, but he, he's going to pay people well, right? If he's getting five hundred million, he's going to pay twenty here. For, and by the Robin was his sidekick, right? And for those interviews, she clearly she always struck me as a bit you know, you know, she always tried to strike me as a bit stupid. Yeah, no, but, absolutely. Hey, Howard, you know, the biggest suck up and all that, but clearly a lot of it was scripted in terms of the questions she had asked and all that. But she's been there the whole time, and if. If he's making five hundred, why not chuck a twenty 
I think, yeah, no, I think he sees his, his security blanket, but that's exactly what, what my point was. If she's making 20 million, he's got to be made. Ralph says 500 million for five years. Uh, well, I, I know he signed, yeah, because he signed, I think, in 2015 ish, and that's when I was watching these older videos. I didn't realize we're like from 09. Um, I know he signed a 500 then, and then I think, yeah, he re signed more recently, which is a lot of people say is wild because I don't know where this money is coming from. So I don't know how. Uh, serious, yeah, they give nearly all their money to Sturm, and what that what I don't know. It seems crazy to me. But. Yeah, I I don't know if that model is going to be around after Stern because I think he's the last no. uh, you know hope for. But once he's gone, people paying for radio when they can get internet radio for free. You can plug your uh, you know Bluetooth. You can you can get all any content really for free streaming stuff for free yeah no i, th- I think you're right when he goes yeah. they will probably remodel it and they could they could still do it as a paywall online they could and have a youtube channel and all that stuff um i don't begrudge her any money uh, the money she makes either dave canyon says that i think um pater dude i don't know what that means but i know she's been part of his team since washington or even before washington dc before he made it so somebody well, who sticks it, with you for all that time, they're your co-host. I would treat her well too. I I think she deserves whatever cut of the pie that she can get. I mean, uh, I she's never been somebody that adds anything of value to from from my perspective to that show. Wasn't a huge fan anyway, but uh, I think yeah, when they go, they're not going to have to put the five hundred million contracts at him, so they they can take that money. And make it an internet platform that's normal, and they'll never get a flagship show like that again. They, I think Jim and Sam still do the show for serious, but then it's never going to be what Stern is. So they save all that money. They'll have to change, I think. But yeah, I'd sell that building in New York or whatever they have, and just do it from a fucking industrial estate somewhere. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna wrap up in 13 minutes here. Um, did you? Are you familiar with the Ari Shafir? Uh, it was like four years old now, five, almost five years old now, between Stern and Ari, Ari Shafir. I remember, I remember him calling Stern irrelevant, like an irrelevant old. Right, and and Stern was, Stern started that I think by he heard some, um, something about Ari Shafir talking about how podcasting was was more relevant than serious radio at the time, and and how it didn't yeah. like that, of course, which was he, correct. Yeah, but I'm wondering if he he's changed his opinion now that. Because it does seem to me, podcasters have far out uh, out clips, uh, serious radio. But you know, Jim Norton's still on there, and I don't know what he's. Why isn't he? He doesn't have a podcast, but he's still doing the serious stuff. He's got to be bringing in some some numbers, right? Yeah, I think the Jim and the Jim and Sam show is pretty popular. Um, it's quite a good show, actually. Occasionally, if I see someone on there that I want to see interviewed, it's, it's quite a good show. But yeah, I, he's tied to that it, contract, though. Yeah, I wish it was a, 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 like a live streaming thing instead of serious. But it's it because it's paid content behind a paywall. Like, I don't think I can oh, access the, the, the Jim and Sam shows on YouTube. I think they put the interviews up on there. They don't put the whole thing, but you you'll find hour long videos up on YouTube on there. So you can go and watch if you see a comic that's on there that you like. You can go and jump on there. What do you think of Norton as um, 
just a, 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 his status as a comedian today? Do you, you think he's one of the top ones? In the... I'd like him to do. I'd like him to do a bit more. He put out a special about five years ago now that I really liked. I can't remember what it was called. I can't remember. He, he, he didn't do a lot for a while, but I think he got fat for a while. Fat Jimmy. Um, I think I'd like to see him put out more, but the last special he did, I liked, and I can't remember 2016, 2017, maybe. But yeah, yeah. I haven't seen him live ever. What I admire about him is and I follow him on Instagram and he does a lot of open mic nights and what it doesn't seem to be like a ma- it's the same venue every time he's doing it. So it's got to be somewhere in New York City. But it doesn't seem like to be it's not a major stage. He's it's a very small uh intimate venue where he's going to trying out his new material and he he always posts the stuff that bombed like yeah yeah and like he's proud of the bombing and like it's important to get that and i guess you're not burning any material that you're going to use then but to me i like that uh, that a guy will go out there into a small space like that because he's pretty he's pretty high on the food chain whether whether you're a fan or not to to be honest all the new york comics go up in in the small showcase clubs and it's quite that's the kind of city is you can do the big gigs but also you'll go up at the stand or the stand up new york they they all go there chris rock Chappelle still goes to those little places it's da- young david came from california to do that last weekend He's 20 years old 21 years old i got nice. you got to admire that kid and he was hustling i think he did five shows he just came to new york to do a weekend in new york no gigs lined up just went and did as many and any open mics yeah. he could get yeah. Says a lot. I mean, for it, and you got to be twenty to do that, right? You can't if you're a thirty-five year old and you got a wife and kids and haven't murdered them yet, like Jamie. Well, mine, mine are under the patio, so I, I, I can do what I want. But it's the way to do it. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go to New York now and you're a comic, yeah, go go and do spots, go and sniff around, and it's important to meet people as well. If you do a couple of gigs, you might meet someone. It's good to know people in different places, I think. And if you, if you're free enough to do it, and if Jamie does eventually. I feel like I should Drown be in New York kids. City to be able to see some of this stuff. Again, Eric Rhodes is in New York City, and I would love to be able to go rent a podcast studio and do a live interview with it's her. Cra- it's crazy you're so far away. I mean, as I said before, even though it's called Long Island, and obviously a dummy named it because it's an island that's long, but he's right because you're you're up, you're hours away from the city, right? Especially with it the take me the it take me three hours to get into Manhattan with traffic and everything and and the bridges and tunnels and whatever I need to yeah. get in and to find parking. So if I were to if I were to set up a podcast studio, I'd have to allow like four hours for me to get in, park the car, and get in just to get there, just to be. <laughs> well, I, I mean, if I if I live there, I mean, yeah, I'll hopefully be there at some point soon, but. Um... If I if I were you, obviously I would occasionally I would even just go and get a shitty place for a night and go and watch some comedy. Go go to a couple of these places and go and see what's about. But I, yeah, I, I can't get yeah. enough, enough. When I'm in I New have, York, I'm going to watch some shows for sure. I want to do comedy, but obviously I want to watch some shows and be in those places. I have a comedy club that is twenty five minutes away from me. That uh, I'm um, I've interviewed. Uh, I want to call him a friend. He's. It, between a ca- uh, acquaintance and friend, and uh, he's part of the right. governor's thing, but not really part of the governor's thing. Uh, he's got his own comedy club that he uses other comedy clubs for, and I go see his stuff all the time. There's a comedy show a mile from my house this Saturday night, and I'm I haven't 
been able to find out. They just got it listed as uh, comedy show national headliner. I'm like, who? Who? Can you tell me who? I haven't been able to find out who it is, but I would love to. You know, just go. It's not in a comedy club. It's in a local theater, theaterish type of venue. Could be anyone. Yeah, I mean, so sometimes they can't announce for contractual reasons, so you right. can't have their name on the banner if they're doing another show not far away or near the date because they want to sell that stuff. Right. And you can't it, always put them on. Yeah, it's it's a private thing where they're selling dinner in the show and they, yeah, I, I don't know. Contractually, they might have got him on a deal and can't put his name or her name on. on yeah, and that doesn't mean they're even that big. It just means they're a national headliner, which could be one of 500 people. And they yeah. might be someone you know. They might not no, be. I know. I've had national headliners on the show who are not... not necessarily top names most people wouldn't even know some of them uh, most people don't most most comics are just on the road and you'd never hear about any of them even yeah. if they're headlining so you're going to be in new york in october yes that is yeah. that is that is confirmed william, william conway says he can't wait to come to new york you should come to uh, hang out with carl in october if you can <laughs> now are you planning on uh are we am I supposed to be reaching out to governors to see if I can get you some stage time there? Let's and no? well anything. Let's talk dates first. The sec I'm going to be there twice. I'm going to be there at the beginning of whatever I do and the end of whatever I do. Um, yeah, I'm fourteenth to the morning of the eighteenth. I think I'll be there, and then at the end of the trip, which will either be right at the end of October, or I could push that flight. Depending, that might be a decision I make when I'm in the states. I might go. I want another week here. It depends what I do. Um, and then I'll be yeah, jumping around a little bit. But I'll be in New York for sure, the top and tail of the trip. And you, and, you uh, got yeah, a partner now, fun. right? You're, 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 do, you're traveling as like a... Well, that's not... Get, none of that's, none of that's for, for the air because I don't know. Um, oh. Possibly for part of that trip to the States, there'll be someone else out there with me as well. And that person I might be working with quite a lot over the next year. Now, I can't say it because it's not confirmed. It wouldn't be fair, right? Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Good. All right. Well, hopefully we can get some things to get. Like, this is a Long Island, but I, if if we can get you out here, I'm certain Gateway Comedy and McGuire's, which are part of the governor's thing, I could get you on some stage time there. I, I'm certain I could do that. Um, Listen, I'll, 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 I will, I I have will to find the worst drive homeless. Four hours into Manhattan to pick you up at uh, oh, no, no, no. bring I'd, you I'd, out here. I'd at least get halfway. I'm not an animal. Um, I I would I would find the worst homeless person, the kind of homeless person that's got a bit of a shopping cart shoved up himself for some kind of weird. I'd find that person and I'd lick his balls for any stage sign at all. That's yeah. what I would do. All right, so you're coming up in uh, an hour now. You, you is Jamie going to be on with you, or do you have anybody on with you, or is it just you doing? Um, Today's I mean, probably me, just probably me just bullshitting. But it's, uh, yeah, don't you hate see. that? I, I hate that. I'm so glad that I, you came it, on here this morning because I was just sick of listening. It depends. Like Saturday, the first time I did it, actually, the chat was quite good, so it's got a good hang, and I ended up doing a couple of hours. Sunday, I struggled because I just went mentally blank, which is. A problem if it's just you on air, um, yeah. but I need I need to write I need to get four or five things that I can talk about, and if I do go blank, I can just talk about one of those. So it's, it, wait, I Ross, said the, Ross and Natal do bumping mics where Jamie? Where? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, Comedy Cellar. Yeah, that's. I the, don't that's think the, I don't think Dave Dave is around uh, uh, New York that much because uh, I follow Dave a lot, 
and I, he's just traveling all. He's always in the South. He's in Texas. He's in yeah, but Georgia. I think I think, I think he uh, he is in New York a lot. And I think I think what you'll find is Tuesday, Wednesday nights are sometimes the best nights to go out because when they go on the road is often for the weekend, which could be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, sometimes Sunday. So that's the travel. Monday, Tuesday, you'll often find them out. Monday, people normally spend time with their families, but I'm not sure if Patel's got any family. Yeah. So it's just... You... No, I think I think he's still at around midweek quite a bit, even when he's touring. So I'd love to see him live. Do you love Patel as much as I love Patel? Yeah. yeah. I... yeah. For sure. Specials are great. He, he did a... I think he did do a special a few years ago, but he's not interested in specials that much. He's not interested in... He has to be dragged, I think, from what I heard, to do anything for himself. Yeah. Because he just and likes writing jokes and telling jokes. He, Yeah. He loves the life. You got you to gotta admire that, that he loves. But that's what makes him the best. And when he, when, he, when he stopped drinking 10, 15 years ago, whenever it was, might have even been longer now, I think that kept him alive. And, it, you know, if, if he hadn't have done that, he probably wouldn't be here doing it now. He blew a lot uh, of money Uh producing his own that thing he was doing for one of the cable outlets the porn, maybe it was the playboy channel or something he had uh, a show where he reviews porn and i know he invested all his money in, in that he was everything behind that he was funding the entire thing out of pocket okay. as a labor of love because i guess he loves porn so <laughs> but, um you, you got to admire a guy who will, he doesn't really care about all of the you know the trimmings of celebrity and fame and fortune, and just doing it because for the love of what he's doing—that's it's a great way to live your life. Uh, yeah, that's why everyone respects him, and he's he's top of his game still. From what I hear, people talk about him recently. He's, he's always writing relevant stuff. He writes and writes and performs all the time, and he calls everyone. If he writes jokes, he calls five comics and says, "Is anyone doing this? Yeah, Have you I seen know. anything like it?" So he was trying to stay original. Um, I'd love to see him live, and if, yeah, if I get a sniff that he's anywhere when I'm out there, I'll be I'll, for sure. I'll be wherever he is, whether it's a cellar. Or... I, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, see him live before I die, which could be any minute now. Um, well, I'm, I'm on on that note this weekend. I'm seeing um, Stanhope on Sunday, which is difficult because it's the Queen's funeral stuff in London, so I've got to go into London. Um, but and then I'm seeing Louis C.K. in October. Wow. Um, Stanhope. I wonder if he's doing the same show I saw him doing in April because he's always talking about writing new material. He said he, you know, in the airport he's writing stuff. So I'm wondering how how much new is new from the time I saw him four four and a half months ago, five months ago. Now. Hard, hard to say. When I, I should imagine he's gearing up to film something in a year's time or something like that. So some of it will be the same. Some of it will be new. Some of it will probably be local. I'm sure he'll mention the Queen. Who knows? Yeah. Now, if you uh, are you going to sit up front so he can he can re- call you out and say, "Call man, who made him sit up front?" No, I will. I will watch the show in darkness <laughs> and I'll run away immediately because I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> I'm just trying to meet people all the time. So no, I'm out, I'm out there. I'm having a few beers, going watch the show, sit in the middle. I'm meeting some friends first, but we're sitting apart. I brought these tickets in like 2020. Right. I know. January, before January before the thing got cancelled. I yeah. know. But from that time when I saw him, when he called me out from the stage, as soon as he walked out, that I got several new listeners because people wrote, hey, I, I've heard about you from Stanhope yelling at you. <laughs> it's only all. 
<laughs> got me some new listeners. Um, I mean, you've been talking to him for years, so I'm, you know he's gonna he's gonna call you out. But I'll be uh, no, I'll be hiding. So I don't even know where I'm sitting. It's at the event in Apollo in Hammersmith. I don't know where it is. It's a little theatre. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll be somewhere in somewhere in there, and then it'll take me about two hours, and then two hours back, I think, to get there. All right. Well, I will let you go because I'm going to get off the air here. I have some things to do today. I, yeah, I'm just. I know I'll probably be on tomorrow and and have Dean on and just do a little uh, Jerry Dean. Springer, Doctor Phil thing with Dean. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing the rest of the week though. I want to keep doing this. I just. I got some guests lined up for next week. I'll go two for next week and one for the week after. But we'll see what happens. Anyway, good luck with your thing today. Cheers. Um, Take it easy. All right. See you later. Bye for now. That's Carl. Thanks. He he uh, saved the program again, whatever this was of a program. I'm going to get out of here. I have some things to do. Go make some money. And I'll see you tomorrow with Dean. I guess I'll be Dr. Phil. Or I, maybe I'll be Jerry, Jerry Phil, Jerry Springer, or Dr. Springer, or Dr. Jerry, or Phil McGraw, or Jerry McGraw. I'll be one of those people tomorrow, and Dean O'Hara will be with me. Maybe I can get a comedian to come on and be a guest. Who knows? Anyway, don't forget to turn on your radio. That's the show for today. Sorry, Govs, we're not going to make it the full hour and 45 minutes that you expect from us because um, this is where we ended today. I got shit to do. Have a great day. Listen to your turn on your radio. Bye for now.
to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.